Hey there, and welcome to the Tap That Magic podcast. My name is Stephanie Eastman, and this is a space where we celebrate and activate your money-making magic in business through the things that make you different and even the things that make you a little weird. Today, we're going to be talking with Miss Demi Jean, who is a seven-figure business mentor, leader, and CEO who has helped women make millions online. Now, Demi specializes in offer suite development, marketing, launching, and high-level business strategy for six and seven figures. Not to mention, Demi is one of the sweetest people I have ever met. So buckle up and let's hear a little bit more about her gene keys and all the things that make her shine. Hello there and welcome Miss Demi to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, we got to just have a little powwow a few weeks ago over on your podcast. So we are switching gears this time around, and I'm going to be asking you some really cool questions about all the things that make you different and all the things that make you stand out in your business with your gene keys. And so for anybody, if you're like still brand spanking new to gene keys, I love to think about this as like a deep dive into your human design and your astrology. And it's all the things that make you different and how you can bring that into your business. And so before we jump into your gene keys, I would love to know what is your background? Like, how did you get into online business coaching? Because right now you are, you are one of those people that is just like a standout brand out there online. And so I would love to know how you like came into this world. Oh, well, thank you. That means so much. Um, yeah, it's it's honestly a crazy journey. I mean, I was kind of the person that grew up and, you know, following all of the rules. My parents were both in corporate. You know, my dad was very big on when you get out of high school, you know, you have to go right into university and get your degree because that's how you're going to be successful yeah. in life. And so I did that. You know, I have my business degree and I actually moved across the country when I was 20. So I am from the East coast of Canada. And now I live literally on the other side, on the very West coast in Vancouver. And I really wanted like just a new perspective on life. I wanted, you know, new opportunities where I grew up as very small town vibe, very small town energy. And so I came into the big city and I just, you know, wanted to just see what more was out there. I fell in love with this side of Canada. And so I ended up staying, you know, I got into a restaurant job. I had multiple in the past, um, but that was like one of the easiest jobs to get, especially when you are in a very expensive city and having tips and all the things. And it wasn't long before I actually worked my way up into management. And so I actually, for a few years was manager, general manager of restaurant company here in BC, which was such an incredible experience. I met so many friends, just like really created great connections. And I'm a big people person. So that industry just, I felt so at home in it, right? Come to when I met Jake, you know, my fiance now, that life just, it, it didn't work for me anymore. We had complete opposite schedules. He was an electrician at the time. So he was working like 6am to, you know, 3pm. And I was just going to work at three for the night shift kind of thing. Right. And, you know, we just had the 2am the life and party life. It just was not for me anymore. And so, you know, I said, okay, well, I'm going to put my business degree to work and start applying for corporate jobs nine to five. That's what's going to make me happy. 
I did that. I got in there. It was not all it was cracked up to be. I was doing a lot of work. Um, I was in marketing and human resources. Again, a very big people orientated part of the job. Um, and you know, I, I ended up asking for a raise one day cause I wanted to make a little bit of extra money to have a little bit of wiggle room to pay for my car insurance. I wasn't making those tips anymore. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, finances were a little tight. I actually took a pay decrease to go into the corporate world, um, which is so crazy to think about, but right. yeah. And so I, I didn't get that increase and I went home that same night and I just Googled, I was like, how do I make money online? Because I just got out of the service industry. I don't want to go back to that life. I could easily go and pick up a part-time serving job, but I didn't want that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I found virtual assisting online and I just dove right in that same night. I made like a really shoddy Wix website. (laughs) I put up an Instagram page. I used to call myself ever after marketing. I was going to be a virtual assistant and I ended up just getting into social media management and growing that business. People started asking for coaching. I didn't know coaching was a thing. And it kind of just snowballed from there, honestly. Oh my goodness. I love that. And it's, it's so interesting, like having that background in that service industry, I come from that as well. And, you know, whenever you work with a lot of people, it opens your eyes to a lot of things and how you can help people in different ways. Like being in that industry, very much relate to back in the day, having 8 PM shifts. And it was like, I can't even fathom that anymore. That's total madness. I'm in bed by that time now. <laughs> right? Yes. A hundred percent. But, um, one of the things that I really love to dive in with these gene keys before we even get started with your key chart is actually your profile lines. And so you kind of touched on a few different pieces in in um, explaining your background. And so one of the things I see a lot with people that are a two, four profile line is everybody thinks that you are like Miss Social Butterfly, but inside you kind of know that you are a little bit of more of like an individual and you have to have like that quiet time and almost like everybody uses the word hermit to the extreme. But I really love to think about it in this aspect of being like, this genie in the bottle where you like go and you like create all your magic. And then you come out into the world, you show everybody the thing that you've got, and then you tuck back in. So like, where does that like little bit of a hermity vibe come into play with your business? Oh, I mean, that comes up in my life all the time. I mean, last night I spent three hours that did on the couch watching the VMAs, you know, and Jake, He was like, oh, I'm going to go meet up with some friends. Do you want to come? And I'm like, absolutely not. I am so happy here. The dog is here. (laughs) The dog are just going to watch TV. So, I mean, I think that definitely comes up in what I guess, like for me, I'm working with people all day long, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm working with clients. I'm on social media. You know, a lot of people think like it's only social media. It's like, it's easy to show up. It's actually something that you have to work on, you know, it it takes a lot of mental energy. Um, And I think that happens a lot. And that was one of the things that I really had to work on was my mental energy was being exhausted every day. And so I didn't really have physical energy. So, you know, when it went to like going to the gym and getting out to do things, like I was just tired at the end of the day mentally that I just wanted to shut everything off, turn on a show and block out the rest of the world. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that definitely affecting a few things in just my mental health, you know, as well last, you know, the last couple of years, um, I've done a lot of work on it in 2022, 2023, but yeah, I noticed, especially as I was starting and really at that like growth period of my business, 
I put my health kind of on the back burner. And, you know, again, I was just vegging out on the couch. I kind of didn't want to go out or do anything because I was mentally exhausted. So I've had to work on implementing boundaries and shifting the ways my, my offers are, mm-hmm. um, all of those pieces so that by the end of the day, I still have the mental capacity to have a conversation with Jake, you know, mm-hmm. to go out and, and for di- to dinner with friends and do those things. Because otherwise, if I didn't have those boundaries and things in place, I would just want to retract and be, you know, in hermit mode all of the time at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think that's so important too, because a lot of people that like have that little bit of an introvert seed are sometimes scared to like get out there and put themselves out there as like this online persona and this online brand and like getting in front of people's eyes. So it's really cool that you figured out a way that it works for you. And I feel like it's always just kind of like trial and error whenever you're, you're figuring it out and you're growing your business. But another thing that's really cool about you is that four in your profile line. And this is one we'll get into your first gene key, but this is the one that I would look at your posts and I just knew like without a shadow of a doubt, I'm like, she's got a four. Like there is a four in there because I could just feel your big squishy heart and like how much love you have for your online community. And one of the things that I always point people in the direction whenever they have a four in their profile is like, you got to be out there and like network with other business owners and with other people. So like I've seen you going on lives with other business owners and like chatting it up. So how does that come into play in your business? Like how important is that aspect to you? It's, it's the grounds that my business was built on was people, client experience, you know, making sure that people felt seen, heard, understood. I think also in entrepreneurship sometimes, and I mean, I've experienced this myself, it can feel a little lonely. And so you want to make sure that people know that it's a safe place for them to come into your community and ask questions and be a part of things and have it like have people that understand them to actually grow with. I just love people. Mm-hmm. I love people so much. I, I always see the good in everybody, you know, even when bad situations come up or somebody makes a mistake, you know, it's, I always try to look at, okay, well, let me put myself in that other person's shoes. What are they going through? What's happening? And how can I build my brand to feel really inclusive and safe? So people making these big decisions because investing into my business and what I do that's a big decision for people to come in to have a lot of trust. You have to have a lot of trust with people. And so since the beginning, it's always for me been about people first and the money is, is a byproduct, right. Of how well you treat people. And I think that people can see through, see through that very easily where, whether or not you are genuinely somebody who cares about somebody or you are, you know, in this to make a quick, buck kind of thing, right. For me, I'm in this for the long term. And so everything that I do, every relationship, it, it all matters and it all adds up, you know? And I also love, you know, going to events and hosting events. You know, we got to meet at, at Demi's dinner, which was so fun. And um, I've been to multiple other just like CEO events as well, which is always just, it's an incredible way to make those connections. But for people to see that you're the same online that you are offline, And I think that was one of the biggest takeaways that I got from going to some of these in-person events as well, because I actually had a mentor one time and I went to this event and she was there and she was like, ah, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know if you were going to be the same in person as you are. Like when you show up online, you know, this crazy bubbly, like insane energy, you know, but you're the exact same. And I'm like, that's exactly how I want people to see me is just, I don't want to show up as anybody other than myself because 
Otherwise I can't make that genuine connection with somebody. And I can vouch for this after seeing you dancing, like, like having the most fun on a party bus in Vancouver to the Spice Girls and all that other stuff. Like literally your, your energy, it transfers, like it's the exact same. And it's just, it's bubbly. It's light. It's fun. It's like welcoming. And you could tell like whenever you had that group of women there, it was almost like just this big, like care bear hug of like, Hey, I'm here to support you. And like, I'm so glad that we all gathered together. So you really do thrive in groups and it's cool to see. Yeah, I love it. And even in my business in trainings, you know, I love doing group live trainings. It's one of my favorite things to run. All of my programs, almost all of my programs are live. Yeah. Some people hate that, right? I have clients that are like, I do not want to run all these live programs. I'm like, you don't have to. I do because that's what I love and that's where I thrive. So you have to also find, right? Like what you help your clients do, just find where it is that they thrive and, and build their business in that way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so true. And one of the things with like this big squishy heart of yours that we're talking about where it goes really deep is in your life's work. And so I always talk about the gene keys. Like if you think about all 64 of them being like 64 different racehorses, we got ponies, we got paint horses, we got Palominos. They all have different attitudes. They've all got just different stuff, different talents. Right. And so out of all 64 of those, your life's work is the one that's based on universal love. And so I was like, well, no, duh. She feels like a big, like, I just feel this heart from like distance and miles away. Like, how do you feel like this love that's at the underbelly of like everything that you teach? How do you feel like that plays through in your business? Oh gosh. I mean, I really think it just goes into the relationships that I'm able to build with clients. Like there are every time I sign off with a client, like I'll be like, love you. Bye. See you later. Like, it's just like the little things I feel like that help to build that relationship when you can really see somebody for who they are on the inside and like that human and not just what they do, their expertise as the CEO. Um, and so again, it's just leading always with that human first approach and seeing people's hearts for who they are not just for what they do or what their results are or anything like that. You want to be able to see, peel back the mask a little bit, right. And see who they are underneath all of, you know, the struggle or the success or whatever it might be. So I, I, I think the biggest part though, is the relationship building piece. Yeah. The biggest part. That's huge. And I, I do truly believe that that is what makes you stand out in the industry. Like you have something like a connection with the people in your world that is just different, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also about not just getting to know their business, but getting to know their life. Like I'm really big when you come into my, my business, you know, I want to talk about what life goals you have, not just what business goals you have, but how do you want to lead in your life? What kind of relationships do you want to have? Like, who do you want to be as a whole person? Not Mm -hmm. just what goal do you want to hit? What money and like, you know, milestone do you want to reach? It's so much bigger than that. Cause I want you to build for a life that you love that encompass and build your brand for who you are. And if I don't know those things, if we don't have that relationship, I actually can't do my job to the best of my ability. Yes. I think that you just hit the nail on the head with that. And I think whenever you first come into business, it's like all about business and all about these goals. And, you know, even me personally, I've been seeing where like adding so much more of your personality and all the other things that you love, like sprinkling that into your business, it just makes you so much more well-rounded, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And again, like it's, 
we've seen we've seen it in so many brands and even just like I I always use Taylor Swift as an example because I'm obsessed with her but <laughs> like the way in which she just leads herself too and like the connection she has with her fans or you know the funny like the quirkiness that she has people can relate to that and that's what makes her feel like closer like as a human not just that she's this famous crazy pop star that makes millions every single night like she feels relatable and that was one of the things too, as I continue to grow and see the success that I've seen, I still wanted to feel relatable. Mm-hmm. Even for somebody who's just starting, they might look at, oh, Demi, you know, she has a seven figure business. She does hundred K months, blah, blah, blah. Like that's so un- unattainable for me right now. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel like, no, it's actually not. It's actually not right. Like you are right here with me. Yeah. We're on this journey together versus any of this hierarchy, you know, ness that I don't vibe with. That is such a gift that you bring to the internet as well, because there are a lot of people out there where you like go out there and you have these aspirations to build your business, but, but it does feel like a separation, like there's something different, but whenever you bring more of your personality and your sparkle and like even your weirdness and your funness into business, that makes people feel like, oh my gosh, I could wake up tomorrow. And that could be my reality. If I just like keep doing the things that I know I need to do. Yes, exactly. And weaving that into your content, you know, I might make content that's definitely not quote unquote professional. (laughs) Like yesterday I made a post and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play doctor for a day and I'm going to diagnose everybody's business symptoms. And then (laughs) I'm going to show them what their diagnosis is and give them the prescription. And then I'm going to have a funny picture of me at the end with a lollipop that they can leave my office. They've been treated and good. Like, it's just funny things like that, that you can add into content that might not be like the most professional thing for a business coach to do or talk about, but I I don't care about that. I care about fun. Yeah. And that's so you. And I love that. I haven't seen that post yet. Now I got to go. I got to go find that because that is so cute. And it's like, sometimes we can feel like a lot of posts, like a lot of people say the same thing. So whenever you add that flavor and you add that flair into something like that really gets people's attention and that pulls them into you. And speaking of like taking things to a little bit more of an extreme. So your life's purpose is actually in the 15th gene key. And I, I'm very familiar with this. So I've had to do a lot of research and do it because I have it twice in my own chart. But what I always picture with this 15th gene key is, I don't know if you ever saw like a cartoon of this whenever we were kids of like the idea of the earth being flat and seeing like all these little boats falling off of the edge. Like it's seared in my brain for some reason. I must've seen a cartoon, but like all of these little boats falling off of the edge. But with the 15th gene key, I think of it as like this boat that goes all the way out to the edge and then turns around and has the story that they bring back for others. And so there's a there's a part of this bravery that you have inside of your system, this like wild heart that other people don't have. And so even whenever you were talking about moving across the country, I I did the exact same thing. So I understand that on a deep level. Um, And that's not something that every single person is willing to do. You know, we may not think it's that big of a deal, but it really is. Um, And even just like anything that you do, that's like different and like breaks the mold, breaks the rules, like, maybe people won't do it the exact same way as you, but you are laying out this red carpet, this like permission slip to be like, Hey, you get to live your bravest life. So where do you think this like wild heart comes into your business? Oh, in so many ways. I mean, this is also something that I've kind of had to train though, as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, yes, in certain areas of my life, I've kind of always been 
like, you know, when I got old enough to think for myself, Mm -hmm. right? Like when I hit that age of 20, I was like, I don't want this. I'm going to do something different. I have money now. I have the means to do it. Like, you know, I didn't have that rule book hovering over me anymore. So that was a great, like, that was kind of like a a start to be like, Oh, I can do big things. That's amazing. Right. I can shift jobs. I can pivot. I can do whatever I want to do. And I'll, I'll trust myself. And I'll, I know that I'll figure it out because I've proven that to myself time and time again. But that was, again, that muscle that I had to build of self-trust. I didn't Mm -hmm. always have that. Right. Cause my life was kind of laid out of like, this is what you have to do versus what do you want to do? Go and do it. So in my business, you know, that was it. I still played it a little bit safe in the beginning, I guess, in regards to the financial aspect of it, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it was easy for me to start it. Like I said, I came home from work. I was like, let me throw up a website. Let me throw up an Instagram page. I've searched this. Let me just go and dive into this. But yeah. then that consistency of, okay, if I'm actually going to do this, who do I really need to be mm-hmm. in order to make this happen, to stay consistent with things. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, it took me a, a little bit to build up that self-trust to see, cause in the beginning, you have no idea what you're doing. You don't know if it's working. Yeah. You don't have that validation or those results to prove mm-hmm. that what you're, the content that you're posting is working or that you're going to get the clients or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I think over the course of the years as well, I've just developed that muscle of self-trust that it's safe to take a big move and then come back with the story. And, and by doing more and more of that, the every single time I go bigger. Right. So I think like kind of, there's this message that we can like lean into a little bit in the online space where it's like, make these big, bold moves. But at the same time, you know, your big, bold move, your first bold move could be investing $97 into a course. Mm -hmm. And then you move up, you keep moving up as you build that self-trust. You don't need to go gung-ho and invest, you know, $50,000 right off the bat in order to, you know, say that you are wild and you're making these moves and and all of those things too. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just also that backbone of, of making the wild heart a little bit bigger each time. And then learning from each experience and coming out of it being like, oh, here's what I learned. Here's what I can share with you doing it that way. Yeah. 110%. There's something about like, I, I know I even used to talk about like leaps of faith a lot, but it's actually who you become on the other side of that thing. That is where the true gold is. You know, like, I think it becomes a very airy fairy thing whenever you like first get into the online business industry of like, Oh, if you just do this, then, then all of the things will fall into place. It's like, no, who are you after you do that thing? Exactly. That's the thing too, is like, um, you know, I was creating a post earlier and I was talking about like the types of mentorship and support that I've invested in to help me get to where I am. And, mm-hmm. and while I talked about that, I also, I also mentioned in the post, it wasn't just about investing into the mentorship. It was about implementation, me taking action, me being consistent, like, you know, the whole like Snoop Dogg, I want to thank me <laughs> for believing in me. hundred <laughs> percent work hard kind of vibe. It's just that you have a guide helping you do the work. Yeah. The difference. That that makes so much sense. And just so you know, I was like looking at your chart and I was like, this is genuinely like one of the happiest charts that I've come across. Like with, with my whole heart, I'm just like, this feels happy. There's so much like life and love pulsing throughout your entire chart. And one of the things that I really wanted to go into, it's one of my favorite gene keys is the seven. 
And this one I always think about because it's like all about leadership, but it's more of this like alpha and like lone wolf thing that happens. And so I think that something has to take place whenever you have the seven where you're in this group and you're like following somebody else, you're following the way that things are supposed to be done. But there comes that moment where you just wake up and you go off of the trail and you're like, I'm going to create my own thing. So I know that you did that whenever you started your business, but even as you grow and scale, like, how do you feel like you go off of the beaten path and you like carve your own way? I think it's really about like just a lot of self-awareness. You know, mm-hmm. when I started my business, it was, and I started to grow my business. It was also like knowing what conversations I wanted to participate in and what conversations weren't supporting me anymore. What relationships might I needed to have let go of that weren't supporting me anymore. Right. Cause again, like when you're in certain areas of your life or just as you grow in the business and you're surrounded by certain people, you can start to adapt to their thoughts their you know, that, that whole, like the wolf pack mentality. But then if you're thinking wolf, there's something that might happen where you might feel or go through an experience where like, Oh, I don't want that. Or I don't like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's been many times in my career where maybe it's with an investment where it's like, Ooh, this doesn't feel a hundred percent. I know that I don't want this, or this has shifted the way that I view things. And my beliefs now have changed and let's be vocal about that. So again, like, I think it's, it all just comes down to you making different moves and figuring out what you want, but you're not going to figure that out by just staying stagnant and doing what you've always done. You have to get yourself out there and listen to different perspectives and be open-minded, right? Put on different podcasts, listen to, like, don't just listen to the same three people every single day for like three years, right? And that was a big thing for me too, was it really was just like dipping my toes in with different people and hearing different perspectives. And this is also why I love mastermind so much too, is because you're in the room with people and everybody is so different and you uh-huh. get to really build that discernment and awareness of, well, who am I? Like, I don't uh-huh. want to follow what everybody's doing, but uh-huh. what, like, how can I take what people are going through their experiences and bring them into my own world? So again, it's just this big self-development journey that you go on. Yeah. I I tend to call it the kitchen sink approach. What you were tapping on, like how you just gobble up different things from different places. And then you take it with a grain of salt. You let it stir and purr in your own system. And you're like, hey, what is it that's true to me? Like what feels really good to my soul? And then you run with that. Yeah. And it's also just like, you know, staying in your own lane online too. And what, what do you believe to be true for yourself? So for me, I want to believe that getting, you know, like making sales and making money gets to be fun and easy and exciting. And mm-hmm. so when I see somebody might, that might be talking about how sales are hard or the industry's changing or da da da, whatever mm-hmm. that might be, it's like, okay, well, what do I actually believe? How can I stay in my own lane here and not get sucked into all of the jargon and things that are happening for what other people are saying. And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that it's just marketing. Yeah. That's it. It's just marketing. That person's opinion is just them marketing. That person's way of doing something is just them marketing. And so when you can kind of get behind the fact that it's just marketing versus what's your opinion, what do you believe to be true? That's, that's when the entire game also changes and you can then take things with a grain of salt, right? 
that really is like a mic drop moment. Honestly, what you just said, because it is so true. Whenever you realize like people are just selling from their own beliefs and the things that they think work. And like, if you resonate with that, that is groovy. You go and you work with them. But if not, like you don't have to listen to that. You don't have to adopt that mindset, even if they are successful. Exactly. You don't have to take everything. If I put up a post and it's like, here's how, here's the next steps to your next sold out launch. If you don't like it, don't implement, like you don't have to implement, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, (laughs) sure. Maybe take a couple things away from it, but that's not like the Holy grail of how you're going to be successful in one post. Or if I put up a post and you just like made an offer and I said, Oh, this offer isn't going to work. Don't listen to like, don't listen to me. Like do your own, like do your own thing. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just, you have to have that discernment online. Yeah. You are your own best compass, you know? And another part that actually isn't in your gene keys that I wanted to touch on, because I love to marry human design and gene keys. For me, they, they come from the same cloth. And so it's really fun to like grab some of the pieces from human design and implement it as well. And so I love to look at the mercury, which is all about how we communicate and the things that we like to speak on. And so Things that are in your Mercury are really fun because it's the 37 and the 58. And the 58 is all about joy, like living a life full of joy. But the 37, and I don't know if you have a background in this. I feel like, I feel like you may have told me, but I think about the 37 as a cheerleader. Were you a cheerleader? Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) We have an energy as cheerleaders. (laughs) I actually coached for a year and I took the team to nationals and we did third place, which was really fun. Yeah. So (laughs) that is amazing. And so I think about this 37 as like the way you communicate is like, of course you cheer on your clients, but like, there's an element of having to cheer yourself on before you're able to like, let that cup overflow and like help other people. So where do you feel that like cheerleader spirit comes into your business? Oh, every day, every single day with with clients and with myself, you know, I'll be even like in the shower, like that's kind of, I don't know why I get ideas or like I hide myself up in the shower for some reason. Don't know why, but I'll be in there. I'm like, wow, you did that. Yes. You have, you made another sale. Oh, this is good. Or I'll plan whatever like my launch is. And I'm like, oh, this idea, like it's so good. Even just hyping up your own ideas, right? It doesn't have to be an actual like celebration of a win or something that happened. Like even just the idea of, where you can go or what could be a possibility. I hype that up, but there are so many times where I just have to sit with myself and reflect because I think also we're moving at such a fast pace. I move at such a fast pace and things get normalized really quickly. And I have this conversation with clients all the time too, where it's like, oh, these big months, they're normalized now. And now you're looking for the next thing. We have to ground ourselves and reflect and remember like, yeah, you freaking did that. You worked your freaking butt off to get here. You have to celebrate yourself. So I think it comes into play in that way for me, staying grounded, mm-hmm. um, even as I continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And then again, for my clients, it's just like celebrating every single thing. Like, I don't care. And I tell my clients this all the time. I don't care if it's like the biggest thing you've ever done in your business or the fact that you just got a few new followers. Like, I don't care what the win is. We're celebrating it because it keeps you in that energy of excitement and momentum and an activation to continue and be consistent. So every single win matters. I love that. And I love the way that you phrased it in the sense of like, 
it being so grounded. Like it brings you back into this reality. Yeah. It really, like, it really does. Cause again, like, it's just something that you want to remember. Like I have to pinch myself and like on days where it's like, this is not normal. Like the yeah. fact that you're able to do the things that you're able to do and make the money that you're able to make, it's not normal. Like in our industry, you know, it might be like, it, like some people think like, Oh, 20 K month. That's a low month in, in your industry. And I'm like, that's actually like freaking bananas. There are people 95% of the population that can't even fathom yeah. making that in that's somebody's yearly salary, let alone in a month. And so again, it's just kind of bringing yourself back to that react, the realities of the world and taking yourself out of what is the online coaching space bubble. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, I often say like, just doing it for over a year, it's, it's more like you learn more than some people learn in business school. Honestly, I can guarantee that you do the business degree back there. Four years of my life. I couldn't tell you what I learned. I mean, some things, but like I learned so much more by hiring mentors than I did in four years of school. Isn't that incredible? That is like you said, it's so fast. Like things happen so quickly whenever you get into this world that it just kind of blows your mind. And one of the things that I really love about your chart is like you're moving, actually you have it in two really prominent spots. And one of them is like, you're moving into this energy of being like this original creator. And so it's, it's happening two places for you. So I often think about like, this, like this first gene key as being the person that kind of like sticks their neck out on the line for like what they believe in, even if it hasn't ever been done before. So are there like courses or offers that you've come up with before that you're like, Whoa, I haven't ever seen it be done this way that maybe felt a little bit scary whenever you first started doing it, but very soon, like it just kind of became normal for you. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the way in which I decide to teach things. Like there might be things that people talk about in regards to marketing or, you know, offers and things like that. But I always ask myself, well, how do I actually want to differentiate the programs? What are, what are the stories and the connection pieces that I can tell between like, why, why choose me to teach you on this specific topic? And then how can I be like, have a more hands-on approach? So for me, when it comes to trainings, I don't do well with just like training you. Mm-hmm. I don't do well with just like sitting in front of a PowerPoint and talking at you. I like to talk with you. And mm-hmm. so I intertwine that with all of my programs. And that's something that I've heard from multiple people to tell me like, oh, you shouldn't do that. That isn't as scalable, like that, whatever that the, the other reason might be, oh, this is why they need to move into your private mentorship because they can't be asking you all these questions and things and getting that support in your group programs. And it's like, well, actually, I know the difference in that. And I've had people that have wanted to continue with me because of the way that I train that they've never experienced before. So I've gone against the grain a couple of times, even when. I first started my business, um, my coaching side of my business and everybody like, and my mentor at the time said, you have to sell out your one-on-one before you can start offering group programs. You have to do that. And I wasn't selling my one-on-one. I didn't have all the trust in the world. That one-on-one was a higher ticketed price point. So I said, frig it. I didn't tell my mentor. I actually was kind of nervous at that time to tell her what I was doing. I went out, I actually hid her from my stories, to be honest. Uh I hid from my stories and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I don't care what anybody thinks like, but I'm going, I kind of care, but I'm going to do it anyways. (laughs) But um, 
I went and I launched like this group thing and it was like 67 bucks and we had like 20 something people join. And from that, I then booked out my one-on-one from everybody upgrading. And so it was like, if I didn't do it my way and I had listened to what everybody was telling me that I had to do, I wouldn't, I don't know where I would be. I don't. And so again, like it's going against that grain of what you believe you have to do or what people are telling you to do. If it doesn't feel right for you, you just want to trust your gut and do it your way, do it your way. And the results are just amazing when you, and you feel, you feel like so accomplished when you're just like, oh my God, I, I did it my way. Yeah. That first gene key. It's one of those things that like, sometimes it's brand new, fresh ideas that we have that come through that it's like, holy crap, this has never happened before. But other times, just like you said, it's like taking different things and putting it together in ways that it hasn't been done before. And I love that you just hit on the fact that, um, you started the the group program. I actually did something similar in my business where I was like, hey, I'm putting a group offer out there. And yes, all of the rules tell you it's supposed to be one way, but like, what if we change it? What if we try to do it a little bit differently? So I love that fact about you. Exactly. And it makes all the difference. It, it It's what built that trust. That's why I mm-hmm. love micro offers so much. It gets people in touch points. They get to see, dip their toes in, see how it's like, and then they want to continue. And that's amazing. That is, that is so beautiful. Um, there's one more gene key that I want to touch on before I get into a couple little fun questions. Um, but the 59, you have this in a really prominent position and I, I, it's called the playmate. And I, so like, there's the cheerleader, there's the playmate, there's all the universal love. You got just so much good vibes. It's like bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls or something like you have so much good stuff inside of your chart. And so I always think about this playmate as like, you could be somebody that is a kindergarten teacher. You could be somebody that does the exact work that you're doing. You could be a person that like walks dogs for fun or is like a sex therapist for elderly couples. Like <laughs> You could do it all. And so where, where are some of the places that you've been bringing in even more fun and play into your business lately? Oh my gosh. I think it's honestly just like with clients in general, um, doing things like behind the scenes of little fun, like activities that we could do in our, on our calls, things like that. One of the things that I have up and coming, I haven't really talked about this is, um, it's going to be like a sleepover kind of vibe. Um, it's not, we're not staying on all night, but it's kind of, it's called pillow talk. So it's going to be something that we do in the industry where I'm going to have like, never have I ever games that we can play business edition. You know, we're going to spend a little bit of time creating a mood board and just like visualizing what we want for ourselves. We're going to get into like, you know, the, you know, late night talk at a sleepover kind of vibe where you can share things and talk about situations that you're going through and like seek support from your girlfriend. So we're going to be doing something like that at the end of September, which is going to be really fun, but it's just like that fun, energetic, how can we be different, do something more energy that's going to be that you get to intertwine. My jaw's like on the floor right now. Cause that is so fun. And that hits the nail on the head with that originator that I was just talking about, because I've never heard somebody doing that before. And this is what makes you different. This is what makes you sparkle and why you stand out the way that you do, because you offer things like that and you bring that playfulness and that energy into your business. And so I think that's really, really cool. Um, one of my favorite questions to ask people, like I could sit here and ask you like 67 random questions. Cause it's just one of my favorite things, but I, I will, I will give you three. So if you were a dessert, what would you be? 
Oh my God. <laughs> That's like such a hard question. Cause I am, I have such a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would have to be something chocolate. Honestly, you know what I'm going to say, it would probably have to be a piece of the chocolate cheesecake from the cheesecake factory specifically. Ooh. We don't have cheesecake factory in Canada. Really? It's my favorite place. Everybody makes fun of me for it because in the States, it's like average. It's the Cheesecake Factory. I go there and I'm like, oh my God, the cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. So I'm going to say chocolate cheesecake, peanut butter. What is it? Adam's peanut butter and chocolate cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. It's so good. Yum. That sounds delicious right now. But just side note question. What has been your favorite place to visit in America? Oh, um, there's been so many. I love, I love the vibe in California. Mm -hmm. I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but we also used to vacation to Miami and Orlando quite a bit as well. Um, yeah. that's like warm. I like warm. I like the beach, mm-hmm. you know, I like di- lots of activities. I'm also a really big Disney person. So mm-hmm. when we go to California or, di- or Florida, we always somehow end up at Disney, but <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. Cause the only place I've been in Canada so far was to go see you in Vancouver. So I was curious. I didn't know how often you had visited here or where you had gone before. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get to New York soon. I want to see New York. I did New York for the very first time in December. And it was one of those things that totally like scared me at first because I was like, ah, that's a lot of people, but you know, you get there. And as long as you have the mindset of like, I'm going to move, this is going to be easy. It was a blast and it was a breeze. It was really fun to see. Yeah. I'm excited. I would love to see New York at Christmas time. That's when it was. Oh my gosh. It was banana pants crazy. But My next question for you, it's just, it's a way of asking you what your favorite color is, but in a better way, if you were a dragon, what color would you be? Can you guess? (laughs) 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 Okay. I didn't know if you had like this little underbelly of like, I love indigo or (laughs) just always pink. (laughs) Oh no. She'd be hot fuchsia pink for sure. I love that. That is so cute. That is your signature thing too. Whenever I think of that pink, I think of you. Yeah. But my last question is, what is your favorite thing to help clients with? Ah, that's the, that's like the hardest question ever. I know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, honestly, I would say beyond just like all of the sentimental pieces and seeing them just excited and confident about their businesses. I think one of the favorite, my favorite, I'm so sorry. You're just popular. It's okay. I think one of my favorite things, um, okay, I'll start again. I think one of my favorite things would be like launch and content planning. Like when I get on a call with somebody and we're talking about, we have their offer, we planned out their offer and it's incredible. And we're planning now like the stages of the launch what we're going to do in each stage, what we're going to talk about, like, and just like bouncing ideas off of each other for fun content. That has to be one of my favorite calls to get on. Yeah. And then just like them being so excited to post and share and create is a whole other energy that they have because of the confidence, because they have the plan. And so it adds that extra element for me of accomplishment. There's something so juicy about action mixed with creativity that is just like, ah, it just gets you going. It lights a fire under your butt. I know. It's so fun just to bounce ideas and, and brainstorm back and forth with fun and standout content is it's the best. Yes. 
Demi, one thing that I wanted to touch on before we wrap up, um, I just want you to know that you are one of those people where I have been in groups of other business owners. And when your name has got brought up, like people have such incredible things to say about you. So even behind closed doors, I want you to know that there are people out there that are like, Demi kicks so much ass. And like the work that she's doing changes businesses. Like it's changed my business. Like it's done so much for me. And so you were just one of those people that always stands out in my brain where I'm like, even when she's not around, people are like, Hey, this person really has it. And I just wanted to touch on that and just let you know, because that's that's something that has been tucked in my heart ever since I met you is just like, people can see you and they can feel you and you make a big difference in their lives. That's so nice to hear. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Honestly, sometimes, like I said, you're going through things so fast that Mm -hmm. you forget, right? Forget that people are, you have to remind yourself, you know, people are watching, people are, you you are making, an impact. People love you for what you do. Um, so that means so much to me. Thank you. Like, I cannot thank you enough for saying that. You are so welcome. And I would love to know, and in case somebody's like brand new to your world, what are the ways that they can work with you? Oh my goodness. So there's so many ways, depending on, you know, where you're at in business. I always say, if you're not a hundred percent sure, just pop on over to my DMS, talk to me about where you're at and we'll find the best offer for you. I'm really big on that. Um, but if you're just kind of looking to dip your toes in my world, I do have the strategy subscription membership, which is super fun. It's $97 a month. Um, you get access to over $1,500 in masterclass bonuses when you join. And then um, there's all kinds of topics in there around like, you know, how to create educational content, um, how to run a mastermind, you know, lots of different pieces. We go into like my first six months of 2023, the wrap up, all the good, all the bad, like that was a two day thing. Um, And then any questions that you have, you can also submit them. And I do like mini training drops in there. So that'd be a great place for people to come in and get their toes wet. Um, And then if you are somebody who's really looking to scale up, you're wanting that multi six, seven figure, then I would definitely recommend my mastermind. But again, just come on into the DMs and chat with me and and tell me that, you know, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to go and we'll find the best fit offer for you. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you, Demi. And yeah, make sure you go over to her Instagram and I'll link that below because truly there is just value bombs every single day that you're putting out there laced with your fun and your own personality. So you really do bring a bright light to this online space and like, don't ever forget it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been absolutely amazing. You are so welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.